0: Welcome. I'm Lorraine Nolan Card, leadership expert, and I'm Adara Angelucci, marketing queen, and this is the Women Leading Change podcast. We amplify the voices of women changemakers from around the world who share with us personal insights and inspiring stories, so you too can evolve your own leadership skills, grow your paradigm-shifting business, and market your mission with confidence. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Women Leading Change. Today, I'm here with Jennifer Ratcliffe. She is the owner of Pebble Lane Childcare, and her mission is to develop quality programs for children and families that inspire a lifelong love of learning. Jennifer is also passionate about supporting women in business and developing strategies for ultimate success. Welcome, Jen.
1: Hi, thanks for having me. How are you?
0: That's so good. So my kid Brody goes to uh, Pebble Lane, and when I went to meet Jennifer, I was just enthralled with her business savviness. Uh, I wanted to know why she got into a preschool, or it's not preschool; it's it's daycare, essentially what we call it school, mm-hmm. uh, and the kind of learning that she does, and why she's excited about it. So Jen, I, I just loved how you're this entrepreneur on a mission, and you had such bigger visions than just this particular location. But maybe just tell the folks how, how you. got into owning your own daycare?
1: Yeah, so I started working with children, um, you know, back when I was really young, I worked in various different daycares. And I always wanted to keep pushing myself forward. I always wanted to um, try new opportunities and continue to grow. Uh, When I first started out, I would work during the day and go to school at night and i went to school for like five different things because i was never sure what i wanted to do um but i always just kept you know reaching higher and higher trying to get to different places um and eventually after working with uh, different families and daycares i started working for the surrey school board and when i started working for the surrey school board i really thought i had made it i remember like i walked into their foyer and they had like a really big chandelier and everything was beautiful it was this massive building they offered benefit packages and i thought this is amazing like i finally found the place where i belong i can do what i need to do and i felt you know that's where i was going to stop and as soon as i started working in their programs i realized that there were so many policies that prevented me from doing things um i encountered families and children that needed certain things and I went to my boss and I said you know we have all these resources where I live Um, you know it's a very affluent place can we fundraise can we fundraise to build uh, different programs for these children and she said I'm sorry it's not in our policy and as soon as she told me no I decided that I was going to do something to do that because not just that she told me no, but I thought like, well, why not? And so I left that job. Um, eventually when I found a location to run a daycare and I made a, a, a promise to myself that through the work that I do, through the money that I made, I would eventually develop programs to give back to families and children in my community. So that's kind of what really started me and inspired me. Um, and then of course, along the way, Uh, through my process to getting my daycare started everybody told me no everybody told me it was impossible everybody said don't do it don't take on too much you need to know when to quit um I could count on one hand how many people supported me and how many people uh wanted me to succeed most people did not and That just happened to be my fuel. So when someone says, no, you can't, I just say, yes, I can. And then I want to prove them wrong. And that's what kind of drives me forward. And that's where, that's what got me where I am uh, today.
0: Amazing. Uh, I know you share your story in the new Pursuit 365 book that's coming out. And it was very much that about how the no has been your fuel forward, right? I think that's a great title for a book, by the way. Uh, have you always been sort of built that way? Or is that something you got your chops in that you were like, I don't know, some fire in you is ignited when that happens? Or do you remember your first no? Yeah, (laughs) uh,
1: probably when I was a teenager. uh, I was quite a rebellious teenager. um, Of course, because that's sort of, you know, who we are as teenagers. And, um, you know, I went through that stage. But once that sort of developed Uh, I developed into an adult and sort of took that mentality with me Mm. that really drove me forward so you know sometimes in my work when I see children who are the rebellious type all I see is someone who's going to be amazingly successful you know someone's (laughs) like oh my gosh you know how how are we going to control them I'm like forget controlling them they're going to be like a powerhouse they're going to be amazing just let them grow up Um, so I yeah I think it's just that that energy and that fire when someone's like oh you you know you shouldn't do that you probably can't do that And then you're just like, yeah, yes, I can. And I'm going to show you how.
0: (laughs) My goodness, that's amazing. With like four kids in tow and... <laughs> all the things that you're juggling. So mm-hmm. tell me, um, obviously, that has come to fruition. Um, your one location is doing really well. You're always um, implementing new programs and different things you can do for the families there and elsewhere. But wh- your brain probably hasn't stopped. It's not like, oh, there, I made it. Like, I'm the happiest little clam. Like, you must be already on something else. <laughs>
1: I uh, I am unfortunately it's like a blessing and a curse. I constantly have so many ideas mm-hmm. and so many things that I want to achieve. Um I'm learning to decide how and when to implement them instead of trying to do a hundred things at once. I've mm-hmm. just sort of decided to sort of take a step-by-step approach and do one thing at a time. That way we kind of get things done. And I'm not just thinking about a hundred different things, but yeah, I have a lot of different uh ideas. I definitely have some focus points that I want to achieve. Um I'm turning 40 next year, which seems really bizarre to me because I don't consider myself old. So Mm -hmm. for me, that's a milestone. And for me, sort of the next decade of my life past that, there are definitely some things that I really want to achieve.
0: Mm, Beautiful. Now, what would you say to somebody who is a woman who is wanting to lead change in some capacity? Maybe they've seen something in their work that kind of like irks them and they'd love to go out on their own, but obviously their family probably tells them no. And maybe that they haven't used that as fuel for fire, that it's been more like, oh, you're right. Like that wouldn't be the safe thing to do. Like, do you have to have a certain amount of money in your bank account to be able to go F you, I'm going to do it. (laughs) Or do you just like take the risk?
1: Um, When I started uh, pebbling, I had recently left a relationship. I um, sold my house. I was living by myself with two kids and I had nothing. I was borrowing money from people to try and get by. And I put everything I had uh, in my soul and my heart into starting Pebble Lane because I felt like, you know, that's what I wanted and that's what I needed to do. So I don't think that there's ever a right time to start a business. Um, More often than not, the people around you uh, will question you and tell you, you know, you probably shouldn't do that. Well, you know, just wait. Like even when I had my one program at Pebble Lane and I had the opportunity to take on the entire building to make two programs, everybody said, you know, you should be careful. Expansion is, you know, really risky. It's when a majority of businesses fail. Um, you should, you know, why don't you just be grateful for what you have every single angle you could possibly come from. And I said, I'm going to to, to do it. And I did it. Now it's like, you know, so yeah, I think you have to be, Uh, mindful of the people you talk to about the things that you want to achieve and just go about it in a humble way and do what you need to do and then let them know, um, you know what you're doing once it's done. I think Mm. if you go around sort of telling everybody what you're going to do, um, often people will just fill you with that message and that, that can, you know, it can affect you. It can make you question yourself. Uh, if you're having a bad day, you know, those voices can get in your head. And I think it's much better to sort of keep it quiet until things have gotten to where you want them to be and then let everybody know what you've done.
0: Mm. And I think that way. Yeah. I shared a podcast with you a couple of days ago about this woman who like walked into a party basically and like raised a quarter million dollars for her next business venture. And I thought that was so cool. Like the kind of guts and fierceness you have to have and totally believe in what you want to do. I think that's what it comes down to. And that's what I'm hearing you say too. It's like, you know, this thing that you want to birth into the world is going to make an impact and it's going to work somehow intuitively. And then you just double down with like everything you got.
1: Yeah, you, you, you can, the, it's a tricky thing. And I always think about it, you know, when I'm driving around, you can literally achieve anything you want to achieve, you just have to want it bad enough. And, you know, in the past few weeks, I was working on a few different things. And I it was really testing myself. And I'm thinking in my head, you know, I'm having a conversation in my mind with myself, like, how bad do you really want this? Do you want this bad enough? How bad do you really want it bad enough? And it's like, you know, you have to, um, I think the you know aside from other people too like you have yourself you have your own voices in your own head and your own self doubt that you also have to kind of override and push yourself forward and say yeah i'm going to do this nothing's going to stop me i'm going to do it and i'll let everybody know when i'm done and mm. just push forward and if something comes up uh, you know yourself or someone else sort of doubts you they're not part of it they're not there's just their opinion and yeah 100% just push yourself forward and and do it like you can't lose anything
0: Love it. Um, I have two more questions before we kind of wrap up. The first was around what do you do? You know, a lot of women get caught in that part. Like, what do I do though? Like, how do I make it happen? And then they just get stuck there. Right. And they're not sure what actions they need to take to make the thing happen. But are you kind of saying it's the, the want that feels you forward and it's almost like you just do it, whatever that is like, there is no right way or steps.
1: Um. I think that if you're looking to pursue something and you have an idea and it's an idea that's stuck with you and you're thinking, yeah, you know, like I really want to do this, whatever it is, you know, it sounds silly, but like make a list on paper of the steps that you need to take and one by one, take those steps. I think we often get really caught up in our own minds. And, you know, we have our thoughts and then we have our feelings and then we have the things that we're actually trying to do. And when you leave everything in your head, everything collides and you can't make sense of you know what direction mm. you need to go so as old school as it sounds I really like to make a list with mm-hmm. a pen and a paper and sort of you know put 10 things that I need to achieve and do one at a time and cross them off and go to the next one and once you do that it gets it out of your head you're not thinking about it with your emotions and your your thoughts and everything and you get it done and whether it takes you a month whether it takes you six months that's you that's your process but you're in the mode of getting it done and I mm-hmm. think that's really really useful to sort of get it out where you can visually see it whatever you need to because otherwise you know like and I've caught myself in this too you're you're I'm often driving so I'll be driving around I'll be like oh well I need to do this well I should do that well I should do this well I don't know what to do well what if I do this and then you forget half the stuff and then you go home and you're like well I'm never gonna get this done so I think (laughs) sort of taking it out of your head and putting it on paper and being very logical about it um, I think as women uh, we're very emotional beings so Mm. We have to step out of our emotional mind and go into our logical mind where we're not feeling about stuff, we're just doing. And if you can do that, then I think you can you know, make steps forward in the right direction
0: hmm. And I, I always say, like, there is no wrong action to take really, too. It's just like every action propels something else to occur, right? It, it's the standstill or the stagnant, you know, not moving that creates nothing happening. But once you're in motion, any kind of motion, more things sort of come to you, you know, you, you create that momentum. Uh,
1: yeah, and I think, as I mentioned before, it's easy for us to let our emotions in and sort of rule Mm. our thinking and feeling. And that often prevents us from moving forward. And of course, like there's fear, right? We're we're fear, which some people could call like anxiety, but I think, you know, there's a lot of fear and it's, you know, how am I going to look? What are people going to think of me? And of course, like, you know, what if I fail? But I think that um, I was speaking with someone about this earlier this week you know, we live in a time where everything is on social media. And so if you're on Instagram, you're seeing everybody being successful. But what you're not seeing is all the times that they have failed and all the times that they weren't successful and all the times that they had a really hard day and all the struggles that they went through to get to where you're seeing them at. So I think it's important for people to remember that everybody fails, everybody goes through hard times, everybody wants to give up here and there and sort of, you know, remember that that's a normal part of the process. So if you have a bad day, just, you know, have a mantra, be like, this is part of my process, it's okay, you know, I don't have to stop here just because today was a hard day or, you know, the thing I thought that was going to work out didn't, like, it's just part of my process. I think that's a really useful thing to remember.
0: Mm, I love that. And this is kind of a big question, but just to kind of send us off, you know, you are a woman leading change. And what kind of change is it that you would truly love to see in the world in all aspects?
1: Oh, my gosh, that's a very long <laughs> right? a very question. <laughs> um, I, you know, as I've gotten older, I'm immensely passionate about helping other people, specifically women, um, because when you've gone through certain processes, um, even for me and on a small level, you know, just starting my own business, I've recognized the things that I thought were so big were actually really small. And then I see other women and people be in that starting position that I was once in, you know, thinking that this is some big undertaking. And I'm like, okay, guys, like I have the playbook, let me help you. And it's easy for me because I've gone through it. Um, You know, I would love to be able to help other people get to a good place and, you know, be financially uh, independent and, become successful and follow their dreams of all those little ideas that they have like figure it out how to have that work-life balance how to manage kids how to how to manage kids and a relationship and a career and all these things that people throw throw at us as women Um, I think you know helping other women become successful is a really uh, important thing it's a starting point for me at least and then of course you know the other things that I've passionate about when it comes to children and everything else I think you know at the end of the day we're only here for you know a really short time and I think that if we can even help just like one or two people in our life sort of get to where they want to be and become successful I think that's sort of like the ultimate goal
0: Mm, that's so awesome thank you so very much for being here with me today and I'm so excited to have you in my women leading change network and yeah I think we should throw an event together (laughs)
1: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay,
0: let's do it. Jennifer Ratcliffe, I'll put all your details uh, below. And um, I look forward to uh, following all the cool things that you develop.
1: Thank you so much. It was great to talk to you today. You too. Take Bye. Take care.
0: Thank you for joining us at the Women Leading Change podcast. If you enjoyed today, please press subscribe and leave us a review. You can also join us inside our Facebook group, Women Leading Change. Until next time, keep being the change you wish to see.